Hi everyone and welcome to the 52nd episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Colin. Greetings and salutations. Lauren. Hello. And David. Vixen. What's up people? Perfect as always David. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Um, well, we, there's been a bit of a news drought again. Well, not I say really. that, but there's been a ton of uh, Type Zero stuff, but nothing else of anything. Well, actually, I even yeah. think the Type Zero stuff has slowed down. It, it seems like last month there was a lot of stuff, but the, yeah, uh, this the one last has week like or nothing. two, yeah, not not a whole lot. Nope. Yeah, the Japanese journalists just aren't doing their jobs properly. <laughs> They're not feeding us the goods. Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts both. Like, what is going on? Nomura's just hiding in his cave still. Truth. His bat cave. Some- Someone well, needs all to the send games in the coming out that are main on Nomura games now. So if Nomura doesn't say anything, <laughs> nothing is said. Yeah. <laughs> If he doesn't say anything, nothing is said. Well, anyway, uh, we've got a three-segment show for you guys today. First of all, we're going to be talking about some news, which will be primarily focused on Type Zero. And then we're going to have our burning question. And then following that, we'll have the question segment. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, this is uh, Final Fantasy Union, and it's part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. And it's presented by the Gaming Union Network. It comes out on the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com. And David? ff-xiii.net uh, We're actually running a special competition on the Final Fantasy Union right now. What Isn't could it correct, be? Colin? I think it has something to do with FF characters and video game icons. <laughs> it does indeed. Yay! We're actually running a special character battle because the last year's one was so successful and uh, we're pitting Final Fantasy yeah. characters against specific video game characters. That you Although the video it. game characters don't seem to be doing that well only really the Kingdom Hearts characters are doing well <laughs> which is <sighs> I- ironic really considering de- another Square Enix IP how did yes. Sackboy lose I, he it lost to Cecil so come on Sackboy how did Sonic like, lose come on co- Sonic he went lose up against well. Lady of the Night you can't help that one yeah well, but still the, the, only, the only video game characters that have won so far have been from the Kingdom Hearts franchise which yeah. if it carries on going that way it's gonna it means it's just going to be another Final Fantasy character battle, which is a bit redundant. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. if you care about, um, well, we do have some pretty big other games. Um, we do have some. We do have some Solid Snake in there. Interesting fights. Solid Snake is in. Oh, is yes, he and is. Big yeah, Boss in too. So is. I think Bad Big Boss Man. is in there as well, oh, right? Big Boss is way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I nominated crabs Big and Boss. Everything. <laughs> that's right. Crab battle. Yes. So uh, be sure to check out that on the website. I'm spamming up on Twitter as well. It's just it's just a bunch of fun. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah. I know that some people do. Don't. <laughs> Even yeah, if we, we butcher people's bashes. names, you know that's what we do. We butcher their names. Yes, yes, we do, including Eris. Oh, Eris, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Because apparently. apparently the Japanese pronunciation is Eris. I don't care, so Colin. It's still Eris. I don't yeah, care if it Eris. was a translation error or not. In our game, she was called Eris. I agree. I'm, I'm trying to way. support you. There is no F sound in the Japanese pronunciation. I know. I'm just. I'm just saying. For all the people that do feel that it should be Aerith. Aerith Very just well. sounds like you have a list. Yeah, yeah it sounds Her name is based off weird. Earth, if I recall correctly. Mm. That, hence the TH. Aerith well, just sounds her. prettier. <laughs> it does. It it's so much prettier. better. Anyway, but anyways, that's, that's enough of talking about Aerith, Aerith, or whatever <laughs> she's called now. Um, we're going <laughs> to jump into some news. What is the Yay! first piece of news? The, the first piece of news is actually a rather comical one, and uh, that's that Final Fantasy XV is rumoured to be in development for Project Cafe. 
Dun, dun, oh. dun. Yeah, oh. so if you're not familiar with uh, what Project Cafe even is, it's um, Nintendo's next console, which is going to be announced at this year's E3. It's basically the successor to the Nintendo Wii. And it's supposedly and... more powerful than both the Xbox 360 and the PC. Well, if it wasn't, it would be a I bit know, that... embarrassing. Yeah, I'm it not would surprised. be embarrassing. My it's guess is a Wii in high definition. My guess is it won't be very much more powerful, though. Because no, that's just probably only no slightly. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, basically the the premise of this story is that some a leaked list from someone who will remain unnamed <laughs> suggested that there would be a ton of games coming out on Project Cafe or at least are in development for it, and one of them was Final Fantasy Fifteen. How do you guys feel so... about that? Well, many people speculated in the thread that you know it could just be that since Final Fantasy Thirteen was on the PS3 and the Xbox 360. If they aren't bringing out successes to those anytime soon, then it could be on all three platforms. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't uh, mind if I it's. I don't know. I, I was because I guess it's like, they, they were saying that Project Cafe it's easy to port stuff over to it. The architecture is similar to the Xbox 360. So multi-platform, I think that's quite plausible. I yeah. just don't want to have to buy another console. Well, you won't because it will be on the PS3 as well. Yeah, if it's multi-platform, yeah, if, it's on if you want P- all like, that's consoles. The thing. If, it's on, if it's multi-platform, <laughs> I have no problem with it. But if it's going to solely be on Project Cafe, then I'd be like, uh, okay. Yeah. Peace out. But- I am not buying a whole other <laughs> system. I'm sorry. It's like how um, Tales of Vesperia and Star Ocean The Last Hope was on 360 only. Yeah. yeah. It's just like... You know, I'm not buying a whole another system. Just the rather comical thing here could be that if it is on all three platforms, if you think about how Final Fantasy 13 was and all the PS3 fanboys claiming that the, the development of the game was ham- hindered because of the Xbox 360, Project Cafe, if it is a superior system, all the Nintendo fanboys are then going to be raging because the game has been made inferior due to the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> my my biggest concern ironic. is about the control scheme. Like, um, if it's going to be on Project Cafe, uh, most likely it'll have to be some form of motion control. So no, it no, sounds no. like they're not. The they're co- not doing that. The controller, oh, no. the concept controller that they showed, looks more like a traditional Nintendo controller with a touchscreen in the middle. Well, so we're not sure if there's mo- mo- motion, like motion control involved at all. They've said that they're not going to do away with buttons and stuff. So. Yeah, but the Wii controller. Who knew Kevin Butler was right? We need buttons. Yeah. (laughs) I always trust Kevin Butler. (laughs) I'm going to pose this to you guys then. So, in recent years, Square Enix has actually been supporting Nintendo a lot. I guess subtly, but not so subtly if you think about it, because pretty much every Crystal Chronicles game has been Nintendo exclusive. Dragon Quest Nine was exclusive to the DS. Dragon Quest Ten is exclusive to the Wii, mm-hmm, and of yep. course you have Kingdom Hearts now. Dream uh, Drop Dream Distance yeah. on the 3DS. You have Chain of Memories coded, recoded. So I mean, with that in mind, would it, would it surprise you? Mm, is my question. No, I don't. I don't um, think it would surprise me. I think it would be it would be like how they jump ship to the PlayStation. They'll just be jumping back to Nintendo. It, it would, would surprise me a little bit, considering it's a. Um, I mean, granted. You know, Square Enix has supported has supported Nintendo in the past, but most of those games have not been like main game, uh, main series games. At least with like the far as far as the Final Fantasy series. Well, it depends concerned. how far you're looking back because Final Fantasy the Origin of Six were on, on Nintendo's console. Nintendo. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. But like at that it's time, very true. But those are very easy to port. At, at that time, uh, mean, worldwide though, uh, like 
they only had like two of those games or three of them released anywhere other than Japan. So there was a much smaller audience yeah. that would have affected. And none well, of them my came thing out is, in is that like oh, really other than good. those, uh, other than those who have already that, that have already been previously like released like officially on like the first system, you know, it'd be weird. It's gonna be something weird, something interesting, and like kind of new, but. I, I would be I would be interested to see what would happen with that. I mean, it's not I mean, the kind of thing that happens be... anymore, really. Like, if no. you think about what happened with Square Enix moving from Nintendo to Sony, like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't happen anymore. It's more that someone goes from being exclusive to not exclusive. Yeah, it's, and it's not like yeah. they went from PS3 to Xbox 360 alone with Final Fantasy uh, at least. Like they yeah, did so with the, the like yeah, the last remnant, exactly. and that kind of flopped. So I am kind of sad that you know. Um, if I mean I was sad when Final Fantasy Thirteen was multi-platform. I I was I was kind of sad about it just because it's just kind of like, you know, I wanted the PS I I wanted the PS Three strictly because I thought that you know the Final Fantasies were going to be on it and that's why, you know, I would get a PS Three. Um, but now that it, like it's going on the Xbox Two Sixty and then it's going on Nintendo, then it's just kind of like you know, well then. Like, why did I just drop all this money on this game system when, like, it's this game is now going to be on everything? Like, I felt like Final Fantasy was something that made PlayStation special yeah. for me. It was one of those iconic that, games you know, that you def- that the PlayStation was defined by, just like Metal Gear. Yeah, and, and I feel like, like it's that. losing. Yes, Metal Gear. It's losing that definition, and that makes me sad. The lines are be- definitely becoming more blurry between the different platforms. Yeah. Definitely. I think yeah. because like there's a lot of Final Fantasy games that aren't, aren't released just on the PS3. Like You've got a ton on the PSP, you've got a ton on the DS. Definitely. And now even I th- also, think they're re-releasing a lot of them on the iPhone. Yes, yes they are. Yeah. And ironically, like Colin, game. because you mentioned The Last Remnant, I, I seem to remember someone telling me recently that The Last Remnant PS3 is still on Famitsu's it's top 10 wish list <laughs> still <laughs> wow in their yeah. top 10 wow I don't, I don't know what to say to that I would have I would have like thought they would have forgotten it, about it, it would already sell oh, tons, it would probably sell like several won. million mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on the PS3 price, everyone get out it would probably sell it. just as well as Final Fantasy 13 well I don't know about in, that in Japan it's crazy how much the Japanese people want the last remnant yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess um We've got another podcast between now and E3, so we can speculate again on this if more rumors start up, but I doubt they will. Yeah, I don't think we'll hear but, anything um, about Final Fantasy until E3. Yeah. Or at yeah. the latest TGS. Definitely. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep you guys posted if we hear anything. I want to know more about <laughs> but, uh, Final Colin, Fantasy do you want to take the, the next story? You, you Colin, say- do you want to take the next story? Yes, the next story. It And it has something to do with the handhelds, like I mentioned earlier. Final Fantasy Type-0 type zero like uh square enix released a bunch of screenshots of chocobos and moogles and here's Yay, the special here's the special Yay. thing about the moogles in type zero there are 13 of them and one of them is part oh, of 13. your class yes 13 i i don't think that's 13. A coincidence. is it, is it there, are, there are only 13 in the entire world or these 13 are Thir- just special 13 i think these 13 are special and they're in like they're in suzaku so the, like your main character the moogles are all gonna come out wearing matching black yes. jackets and the 13 of <laughs> them are called the cranberry knights whoa <laughs> it sounds yummy it's so cute <laughs> I, I think i think it's fitting i mean they have like a little cranberry on their heads and yeah, maybe they're gonna come out in red jackets instead they wear they, they do wear a red cape there you go mm-hmm. i really like that they're introducing that they're bringing back like the 
um, the cute little animals again, you know? Like, I mean, in Final Fantasy thirteen, they were kind of missing because you only really saw the chocobos once. But mm, there was like, like the only Mogul was a was a doll. It was an item. Yeah. Yeah, and you, I don't even think there was a picture of it. No, it was just like a name. It's like Chocobo... Yeah. Do- uh, no, not Chocobo. Mugo doll or something like that. Yeah. They had Cactors. Yeah. They even had they did, Jumbo Cactors. They did have Cactors, and they were annoying. <laughs> Although the, <laughs> the Mugos in Type-0 actually have a purpose. Uh, you, ha- you have to talk to them to start your missions in the game. And so I, I hear that they're part of an organization other than the Cranberry Knights. Do, do you know what that is, Colin? Oh, Wait, are you talking about their names? Like what the name stands no, for? Mughal stands for something. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. Mughal is a special designation for military oper- operation organization guidance and logistics experts. They're basically <laughs> pimps. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They be pimping your missions. I wonder if they'll bring back some of the old, some of the old Mughals, like from past games. Oh, like uh, like Artemisian and oh, what, um, what's her name? Stiltskin. Still, yeah. there's another that, one. Stiltskin. That'd be awesome. Mont Blanc. Mont, Mont Blanc. It's not a girl. <laughs> it's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really cute. Like if they brought back if they brought back some of the original ones. But yeah, speaking well, of the original, original ones, the Mughals are the designs look a lot like the Kingdom Hearts one. Hmm. Okay, they're still cute. Yeah, I but mean, they're they're weird in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they have these big noses and like Lockstock and Barrow said on the on the commented on the on the story and he's like Tetsuya Nomura shouldn't be allowed to design Mughals he just doesn't get them or perhaps it would be more accurate to say that he and I don't at, at all agree on what Mughals should look like hmm there you go Nomura you've been told <laughs> do not draw Mughals ever again <laughs> which is ironic so didn't he design them in called Moogle, If if the organization is called Mughal does that mean that they're not going to be called Moogles anymore because it would be weird to have Moogles no no no, no they're, they're, they're called Moogles but Moogle actually stands for something as well that's weird yeah you go up to this Mughal and say, Hi, military opera- operation, organization, guidance, and logistics expert. How's it going? <laughs> like, Maybe Mughal like uh, standed, Mughal uh, Mughal. Or stood for that the entire time of all of Final Fantasy. Maybe. Sure, could have done. Right from day yeah. one. They, they did give you marks to hunt in FF12. It's kind of like S.H.I.E.L.D. in the Marvel Universe. Shield. Nobody knows what shield means. Dun dun dun. It's awkward and Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there anything else that you feel we need to know about Type well, Zero? I mean, the, the official website launched. Yeah, that's, that's true. right. The official Truth. website launched. They have the music track, which sounds, as Lauren was saying earlier before the show, it doesn't really sound like Final Fantasy. No, we will discuss that later, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We shall. And there was a bunch of screenshots yes, yes, yes. released of the game. What Which do you guys you can think see about the at ff-xii.net. <laughs> smooth, thing, <laughs> smooth. Nicely done. <laughs> I guess that's pretty much it for the news. Then it's it's been very slow. Yeah. Recently. Well, we have yeah. been. It'll, it'll be picking up very soon. Battle. We hope so. I mean, fingers crossed. They actually have some news at E3, but Square Enix seems to be more concerned with their Western properties at the moment. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Deus Ex Dungeon Siege yeah. Tomb Raider. What a joke! <laughs> hey, hey, don't diss Deus Ex. <laughs> David spits in the face of Square Enix. Take that. that! Might be a good thing. Might be a good thing for me to just check out the um, the really old Final Fantasies. Then just keep going back to them. I'll be looking forward to this week. Lauren played Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. You should write a blog about that. I should just go back and play all of them again and just like write about them. Mystic Quest will make you want to kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have you ever played Mystic Quest, David? Never. Uh, Keep it that way. Oh really? What was that on? What what system was that? I think it was on uh, the NES or the Game Boy. Uh, I think it was the NES. 
it was like it was kind of like fantasy star it was like that kind of rpg where um the battles took place from like a first person perspective oh yeah ew that that's what yeah, rpgs was... were like way way back in the yeah, day yeah yeah that's weird yeah it's very strange and you have like points you can use for attacks and things uh th- that's almost like uh, north american rpgs uh because like if you look at uh elder scrolls for example uh that one takes place in first person uh view and uh it's true mass effect while it's it's not first person it, it's still like from uh, like uh the shoulder it's a full-on third shoulder person view. shooter <laughs> yeah. now yeah it's a third person shooter but it's yeah, not so much an rpg why... anymore yeah that's true I don't know why I dig the third person more so. Maybe it's because I just like looking well, at like, characters it, while they well, run. Well, Final Fantasy think... isn't third person as much. It's more like side-on, isn't it? Well, FF13 yeah, is side-on. Like, the older Final Fantasy games, the characters were dead-on in the middle of the camera. Yeah, whereas mm-hmm. in this one, like, it's like you took you saw the battles from the side, like, your characters... Yeah, like, oh, but, yeah this one you on see right. it from the first-person view. Yeah, so, like, your characters are at the bottom of the screen and the enemies are at the back of the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this yeah. is, like, really old-school RPG. Like, there's a, there's a JRPG coming out this... Oh, it came out three weeks ago in Japan. It's called Final Story, Final Promise Story it's by Image of Park, and it's also in first-person, but it's with, like, 3D graphics. Wow. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we've tangented tangented enough. So yeah. we shall move on <laughs> to this episode's burning question. It's on fire! Da-da-da. Yes. So last episode, we asked you, who is your least favourite character and why? <sighs> so, shall I kick this off? Just go straight for it, Colin. Go for yes. the jugular. All right. <laughs> Crisis Core Kid on Twitter <laughs> said, Edward from FF4. No worthwhile qualities whatsoever, an annoying personality, and the fact that he was a main character bugged me. Yeah, I think it's safe to say he was the Justin Bieber of Final Fantasy IV. Ooh, Ooh. ouch. Ooh, oh, ouch. Burn. Burn. Yeah, I totally went there. Although, that Although, he did have some redeeming qualities, especially when his... What is love? Especially died? when he got oh, shot in XCS. Oh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, Tanalon <laughs> also from Twitter says, Cloud Strife because he is so cool and I am jealous of his awesomeness. <laughs> you be, I, I, Dar- I told you I swapped Dar- it around. Daryl winged it. Just say something clever. David, go. Well, you know, I'm going to have to disagree with that remark because, uh, well, I think Cloud Strife is just so cool. He deserves to be the best character. Take that. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Okay, well, this next one is from Sabine on the forums. And she says, Pinello. Final Fantasy XII. I have absolutely no use for her in my party. She annoys me even more than Vaughn. And honestly, who on Evilace would pick Pinello when you have Fran? Uh, that's actually a tough question. I would personally not pick her over Fran, but still, Watanabe did say that she was his favorite character. She and had she was an meant entire to have a backstory, big story, but it just got 12. cut. Yeah, it just got cut because they had to make a deadline. So that could either be a good thing or a bad thing. Pinello is one of my favorite characters in that game. Excellent, yeah, she was excellent spellcaster. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, so this uh, <laughs> this next question is by Varnus uh, from the forums. Uh, th- no, David. No, you, you corn dog. <laughs> so it just needs to go to the bloopers. This is awesome. Okay. <laughs> so uh, corn dog from the forums uh, says that uh, their pick is Shantoto. 
And they say, need I explain more? I'm going to say, yes, you should, You do have to explain, because Shantoto is awesome. Exactly. If you haven't been on YouTube and checked out the Shantoto laugh video, then <laughs> you should go and do that now. It's, it is a meme it's, it's in classic. and of itself. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do not pick on Shantoto while Daryl is around. Or Colin. Well, more likely... Yes, we will laugh into your ear until you have nightmares of her. <laughs> anyway, the next, the next, co- the next comment comes from Daffling Seventeen on the forums, and he says, "Snow for being so cheesy and somewhat self-absorbed." Sarah said yes to an idiot. But he was a romantic. I would have said yes. Ooh, how does Daryl feel about that? You're not denying that he's an idiot, though. <laughs> well, but that's his character. He's he's not an idiot though. He's just you know a little blindsided. He's different. <laughs> a little blindsided. I say blindsided. I th- I don't think he's an idiot. I think he's just blindsided. Stilgar. And he's Stilgar. just so sweet. And all he wants to do is be a hero. That's and enough, Lauren. That's, that's enough. You know, I think okay, uh, I think Snow brought the the cheese factor to the next level. Yeah. Well, Dolo on the forum says, Larsa, he is so annoying to me. When he talks, he is a complete, insufferable know-it-all. People hate Vaughn. I hate Larsa. You know, I, I would have to agree with that. Uh, but I think I, I dislike Vaughn a little bit more. Um, tough call, though. I'm with David on this one. I do hate Larsa, but <laughs> Vaughn takes the cake. Yeah. And the cake is uh, not a lie in I, this I think, case. I think maybe if Larsa was the main character, I would feel the other way around. But considering Vaughn is so lame, and yet he's the main character, I mean, that, that just makes him automatically, like, the worst character. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Ever. Axel Fuhr on Twitter says, Gal from Final Fantasy VI. He annoyed the crap out of me. He was so annoying and sucked as a fighter. But he had such a sad story in that game. Aww. Aww. Sentimental. I, and I you also enjoy, enjoyed drawing him. Yes, he was yes. eating Larsa's head. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, man. David. Okay. Um, so, uh, Varnus from the forums... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Varnus from the forums Sorry. says that Professor Hojo from Final Fantasy VII uh, was the worst character because he was just so annoying. Not just boss battle-wise, but uh, um, but he also just did not like him as a character. Daryl, what do you I, think? I, I found the boss battles quite annoying. Well, the, the one at the end of Disc 2 is annoying for me because when I was playing Final Fantasy VII on the PC, my processor caused a hardware conflict so my game would periodically crash mm. and I did not level up at all so Hojo was difficult for me and the one time I did beat him my game crashed and I didn't have the copy there to go to disc 3 it was a sad Ouch. time the for me the same thing happened to me except it didn't crash I just never leveled up throughout the game because I hate grinding and I, I love grinding yeah, well, good for Ugh. you Colin only noobs don't no. like grinding. <laughs> <laughs> you take that back, mister. Never. Don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> no. Okay, okay well, next episode's question is going to be kind of topical. And that is, would you be happy if the main series Final Fantasy returned to a Nintendo console? Exclusive Whoa. and not just multiplayer. Controversy. Yes, controversial indeed. <laughs> Feed us your well, replies to Twitter, Facebook. Yes, you can do on, on Twitter, forums. Facebook, forums, whatever. Just make sure you let us know. 
and you may get your answer read out on you might be internet podcast. Yes, you could be internet famous for all of twenty seconds. Yes, because that's how <laughs> long internet famosity lasts. Yes, real real famous fifteen minutes for us is twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. It's intense uh, shit. Okay, well, now that we've got that out of the way, we're going to jump into some questions. And Colin, do you, do you want to take the first question? I shall. I took the first comment on the burning questions segment as well. Let's keep it well, that way. It's your You're time to shine, number Colin. One, Colin. Number one. You're number one. <laughs> All right. So the first question is from Nitro X, and the question is: Hey guys, not sure if this has been asked before, but my question is: Which main title Final Fantasy game best deserves a sequel, and why? Do you think it should be a game either on home console or handheld, or a movie not too dissimilar from Advent Children? What do you think, Lauren? Um, and I'm probably going to get a ton of flames for this because I know a lot of people don't like this Final Fantasy because it's kind of the shadow of Final Fantasy VII. But Final Fantasy VIII, I think it deserves more focus because, you know, there's a lot of things that are unexplained in Final Fantasy Like why there are UFOs. There are UFOs in FF8. Whoa, spoilers, I haven't played the the game. There's the about Renoa being Ultimessia. Sorry if this is spoiling anybody. Whatever. There's spoiler. There. The game's been out spoilers. for like thirteen okay. years. <laughs> All right. Fine. There's also the speculate. This other speculation that Daryl and I happened to come across, where Squall might have actually been dead throughout the entire game. Oh. Well, not the entire well, game. No. After not the entire game. After disc one, right? Disc, disc one. Yes. Squall's dead, yes. yo. What happens what at the end of, yeah, end of disc so, one? Everything else oh, he falls. He falls like merely... down into uh, timber. Or no, he, well, he gets he gets stabbed. He, yeah, he gets, he gets uh, stabbed the, by the ice. The ice. Yeah, which goes through his heart, and then like after that, mm-hmm. there's weirdness. Oh yeah, yeah. Then Laguna. again, it's Final Fantasy. You could get stabbed through the heart and still live. Yeah, but it's more the fact yeah. that like he has no recognition of it ever happening. They, they use the phoenix stuff, down. They never go back to it. Yeah. It's never mentioned ever again. They never again. like go back to it. He never has and, like, really a pain there. There are things Anything. like as well about how all through disc one, because Renoa was um, Sifa's uh, girlfriend, yeah. and all mm. through disc one, she's talking about Sifa, and like even when she's at the ball, she was there to meet Sifa and didn't really care about Squall. When she meets Squall for the first time, she's like, "Oh, it's you, great." <laughs> but then from disc t- disc two onwards, she doesn't even like recognize Sifa. Like when they meet up, like they don't even act as if they know each other. Yeah. Interesting. So it's just like you know that that's the one Final Fantasy that one I loved and that I I would totally support it one hundred percent if they wanted a sequel, but it's also the one that I've had the most questions about that have been left unanswered. I mean, like, so, what the hell's Norg? Where did yeah, they come that, from? That as well. The Shumi village. Why? When? How? So I, many questions. No answers at all. Typical Square Enix game. Yeah, I just want more information, please. So, um, if you could make either a game or, um, preferably on PlayStation 3, since that's the console I have, um, that would be great. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> what do you guys, Yay! what do you think, David? Uh, well, I don't know. It wouldn't be so much as a sequel, <coughs> but I think just another game like Final Fantasy IX. Like, it would be great if Final Fantasy XV were just kind of like a callback to the older games. I'd that love that. That would be that. so great. Just like, I would love that as well. I'm with David on this. Oh, yeah. Like, exact yeah. same style and everything. Black cool. mages, white mages, red mages. Thieves. Dragon knights. knights, yeah. That that sort of thing. It would uh, also be a nice 
It'd just be a nice separation from all this. And you gotta have a innovation. villain, a villain with a purpose. Yeah, who with wears silver a hair. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's cool. I think that. It'd awesome. also give them a chance to rearrange some music from previous. Th- that's right. That would be amazing. Oh, and maybe Nobu would be there to do it. Maybe oh. he did do a fourteen soundtrack. <laughs> and Amano would design the characters. Yes. Oh. See, I think uh, I think a lot of people who Dream play team. Final Fantasy now are like, yeah, who's that cloud guy? Um, oh, I, I know, I yeah. know, he, I know he's some popular character, but like, I don't know who he is. Sephiroth? What? Yeah. What? what? It's like, no, it's all about lightning, Fang, and, ba- and yeah, like, oh yeah, my favorite character is Titus. Yeah, because <laughs> like oh, for a lot of people, Final Fantasy X was like their first game and therefore their favorite. So uh, yes, it's the th- yeah. it's the theory. It, it, it is. I'm actually going to say it's a very accurate theory as well. I'm going to say I want a. Uh, I'm going to say I want a second sequel because when Final Fantasy X Part Two was being rumored, there was also rumors of Final Fantasy X Part Three. Sequel to a sequel, and it was supposed to. Uh, it was rumored that it would be looking at Riku's story, <laughs> and every, everything would be from her perspective. So, so everything would be rainbows and marshmallows. Yes. And there would be even yeah. less clothing. And there'd, there'd be absolutely be no machina. No. Oh, no, no. I would no. buy that. The, the, uh, the Albed like machina. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, got it, I got it mixed up. So. There'd be even more machina. <laughs> yeah. The game would be filled with it. Shenanigans. There'll be a <laughs> Metal Gear machina. War. How about that? Oh, there you go. There's a theory. There's, there's, there's a crossover. <laughs> there'd, there'd be a Shagohad in versus there. Metal Gear. Yep. Well, our next question comes from K1X Bell Dandy. And they ask, I was looking at the screenshots on the Type-0 website and I noticed that many of the characters seem familiar to characters from previous Final Fantasy games. For example, the guy in the red coat looks very similar to Genesis from Crisis Core. What do you think of this new trend? Is it a good thing or is it more don't fix what's not broken? P.S. Does anyone recognize my username? Okay, I'll get to the username in a bit, but this whole thing about trend, about like a trend of having similar looking characters is not new. It's been around for ages. Like every FF character has looked the same. You can say the exact same thing about anime as seven. well. Seven. Hey, Amar- Amaran looks like no one. <laughs> well, that's yeah. FF nine. That's an exception. They don't true. look like anyone. FF seven, FF eight, FF ten. Kamari. Kamari. FF... Well, I think all the like unique type characters on two don't count. Yeah, like you look at the main yeah, characters: Cloud, Squall, Titus, and Lightning. They all look the same. Seymour. Titus is a bit of an exception, but yeah, I don't, I don't think this, this is a new like they'll, they'll keep doing, doing it because that's what people like. I think that's or that's at least the how how I see it. Yeah, I agree. And as yeah, I guess so. Yeah, as for his username, I noticed that you pronounce it as K One X Beldandi. It's actually Keiji X Beldandi. It's a couple from an anime, a really long, an old anime from the nineties. One of my favorites. So yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so did I butcher the pronunciation, Colin? Well, no, Beldandi, you said correctly. K1 is just his nickname is Keiji because it- Ichi is one in Japanese. O- only noobs yeah. wouldn't know that. Oh, I know. Well, Come on, man. What's up? What's up with that? Sorry. <laughs> I-, I can count to ten in Japanese. Just, just for, for just for reference. Yay, <laughs> Good to know, Daryl. It's good to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Oh. Um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, this next question is. I'm sorry. <laughs> this always happens. Okay. <coughs> this next question is from Dalo on the website. Uh, 
They ask, what did you think of a Guido Type 0 track on the main site? What can you say about it and how it sounds? Do you like it or dislike it? Just some of your impressions of the track. I think that it's kind of difficult to judge because to me it sounds like it's just a kind of amalgamation of different tracks kind of shoved into one so that we can get a feeling of how the soundtrack is going to sound. I'm not entirely sure I like that approach because if you think about like main series games from the past, like I'm sh- I swear on the Final Fantasy X Part Two one they put like Eternity and like um, Twelve they had probably some like piano melody. Thirteen they did the same. Like they mo- they use more actual tracks that are going to be in there. But eh, yeah, I don't know. It sounds very much like Soul Calibur to me. Soul Calibur. Like the sounds he uses. It, 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 in case anyone doesn't know, it's done by Takaharu Ishimoto, who is. Square's go-to guy for the PSP because he's done like pretty much every single Square Enix soundtrack on the PSP. It just doesn't sound like a Final Fantasy to me. It sounds like a like, war it drama. Sound like a Final Fantasy thing. But then, like, yeah. none of them do really. Like, Dissidia does kind of, but Crisis Core's soundtrack doesn't really sound Final Fantasy. Crisis Core was more contemporary stuff, but it did have kind of that FF view because you still have the Prelude, you still have FF7. Yeah, well, that was, a, that was I mean, theme. half of the tracks on the Crisis Core soundtrack were remixes of Final Fantasy 7 tracks. Yeah. Yeah. To be but honest, though, I like, prefer the know, unique uh, the new ones that, from Crisis Core. You have, like, Final Fantasy 13, like, if you think about the title screen, like, the title screen is this really nice, very calm piano track, very romantic. But isn't that track in every single Fantasy. track in the soundtrack? Yes, it what was. was <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then, like, if you went on, like, the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children website, like, it was always, you know... Um, One-winged angel. It, it was that song that plays... that plays. No, it was the song that plays in the beginning and when they're talking about the disease, when they're talking about um, Geostigma. Oh, yeah. it, it's a very, very, very lovely track. Just very soothing, very calm, very romantic. And this is just kind of like... Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's epic, but it just... It just I get a lot of the Rings vibe Fantasy. from it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. it sounds like the kind of thing like that Final would be Fantasy. great for like a backing for a trailer. Great for like League of Legends. I wouldn't League be surprised if they used it for a trailer. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah, that as well. But yeah, like that's just my opinion on it. I mean, you don't have to agree with it or not. But I don't agree. I think I think it's a bit tough Colin to judge it since either. it's only no one, one track. We haven't heard the rest of the I'm soundtrack sorry. yet. I well, know. yeah. I well, know. I mean, we don't know if this is going to be an actual track. It might not even be used. You never know. It's true. You never it's know. True. But that's just my. Do 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 do. Well, I think we're all sharing our initial opinions, Lauren. You don't need to tell us that. Yes. Think about what you've done, and while you're thinking about what you've done, we're going to talk about our music for this episode. We're actually going to go slightly out of the box here, and um, where is it? What, gonna... what, what track is it? Where, what game is well, it it's, from? It's from Final Fantasy X Part Two. I don't think we've ever had an arrangement from Final no, Fantasy X Part No, I don't think so because I don't think a lot of our fans like the game. Quiet, Colin. <laughs> actually, the music from this game it was really freaking good. Yeah, like, if you don't, you gave it a chance. I loved it. I if you have you guys like heard the, game, the vocal themes? At least from listen too. to the music. Yeah, the vocal themes are amazing. I love. I love the vocal, the vocal themes, themes on Ten Two. David's now dying inside because he hates the music and. It's too much J-pop for me. There's only one. Oh, I love track. that one. That one's amazing. <laughs> Real emotion is probably the worst track on the entire soundtrack. Don't mention that. Eternity. That never happened. That's Eternity a disgrace. Is beautiful. It is. Well, anyway, this arrangement is of the epilogue, and it's the arrangement title is pretty much the same, except it has the word trance remix on the end, and it's done by <laughs> DJ Be- Beto Siba 
on very trancy. Yes, so uh, he's got a few other arrangements on there. He's done some from Final Fantasy Thirteen as well and like Final Fantasy Six. So if you want to check them out, then go to his YouTube channel. Just type in Beto Siba, which is spelled as I'm phonetically saying it. <laughs> so B E T O C E B A. Yes, and you will get to his page. What do you guys think of it? I mean, uh, we, it took us ages to figure out what track we were going to pick for this episode. I think it sounds like pretty it. sweet. It's a very nice, soothing. Like even though it's trance, it's very soothing. Yeah, I yeah, think when the it's not when the main at all like in your face. There's like, like a, a there's like a chilled section where like the melody really shines through. And I think it's like uh, there's something at the one minute forty mark that it starts to sound really, really nice. Colin mm-hmm. has Colin approves. Uh, so yes, the Colin yeah, approves. Yeah, there's a lot of. There's a lot of very orchestrated stuff going on in here where it's just like, you know, it's very... It's what I was trying to say about the Type Zero soundtrack. It's just... <laughs> it really does sound Final Fantasy, if that's any way to sound. Oh, it definitely Except is. Except with trance. Except with trance. <laughs> well, Final Fantasy is not new to trance. No, it's just not. Just listen to the Genova <laughs> Eyes theme. on Me trance. Oh, my god. Oh, yeah. The Eyes on Me one is so... So unpredictable. <clears throat> wait, the wait, eyes wait, on me. The biggest DDR mix track is amazing. Is, is uh, Laguna's Battle? Theme. Oh yeah, that Come one's on. awesome. That one's amazing. Yeah, that's a good example. Well, anyway, hope you enjoy the track. If you don't like trance, then I apologize. If you do, then you should love it. Uh, mm-hmm. So the next episode of Final Fantasy Union is scheduled for the thirty-first of May. It's our last episode before E3, so I'm sure we're going to be talking about that a bit, because we are going to E3 en masse. Yes! Yay! Square Enix, so here we come. Square Enix, yes. here we come. We will hunt down the like Be ready. Hopefully it's not like last year, where Square Enix's Japanese continuum was basically non-existent. It's like they think so we don't can we care about Japanese games. Colin's yeah. like, yeah, I'm really excited I to know. play all their games. Kanan Lynch. <laughs> oh, face palm. <laughs> and mind Jack. Another face. That's Just a like, double face bomb right there. Oh, I did play dear. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, though, but that was a bit disappointing. Yeah. Pardon, you can't say that. <laughs> we did play Final Fantasy XIV in 3D as well. How that was, was that? amazing. That was awesome. You needed three monitors. It, it was insane. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, we're only testing this out, but if you want to run it, it will cost you like six grand. <laughs> yeah, you're going to need like three monitors and a powerful processor. Jeez. And glasses. Which yeah, and glasses. Like $150 as well. Yeah. But still, the 3D looked amazing. 3D. So it was in 3D, 3D and it had three monitors? Yep. How big were these monitors? Uh, like 22, 24 inch widescreen. Okay. Yeah. Wow. The 3D could only run on the three monitors. It could, couldn't run really? on one. Oh, it's just that's that powerful? That's how it was. Crazy. Yeah. It's too powerful to run it's on just absolutely one. absolutely insane. The monitor would overheat. And it will probably never see the light of day in actual Final Fantasy XIV. Never. Unfortunately. So we're one of the we're, we're one of the two privileged people will ever see it in 3D. Um. That sounds wonderful. Though. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, uh, just look for us on the iTunes store. If you search for Final Fantasy, we are number one. Awesome. Yes. And, of course, you can check out all our news coverage and every episode at FinalFantasyUnion.com and David. FF-XIII.net. So, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Be sure to uh, give us your responses to the next burning question and uh, give us some feedback on whether, what you liked about the episode if you don't like Lauren's opinion let her know um, <laughs> <laughs> if you think I pick on Lauren too much then also let us know 
There's always, always Twitter, Facebook, and the forum. Lauren's now going to sign up for, with numerous accounts. <laughs> send herself messages. I'll just be Fozzy. One, two, three, four, five. Daryl's really harsh to Lauren on the podcast. I think he should just leave. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, would you guys like to say your farewells? I guess. Bye-bye. Very well. Bye. Good day, everyone. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and a Final Fantasy Union.com production. Mm-hmm.